Are you talking about the original, the Kanye West version? Uh, oh, I remember that. Anyway. Through the wire. Through the wire. I used to love Kanye so much. Yeah. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. <laughs> he hasn't really fallen. Oh, he hasn't? No. Okay. He's winning with the Yeezys. He said slavery wasn't real. A man who made Through the Wire and Jesus Walk said slavery isn't real. Just, just let that rest in your spirit. What so, type of slavery is he talking about today? Slavery, slavery. So, yeah, we're going to start because I'm not indulging <laughs> any longer. We're done. <laughs> we are done with this conversation. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the 16 Millimeter Film Crew Podcast. You can listen to us on iTunes, Google Music, and Spotify at 16 Millimeter Film Crew. And you can follow us on Twitter at 16 Millimeter Crew Podcast and on Instagram at 16 Millimeter Crew. I'm sorry, the fact that that doesn't have film in there is, <laughs> it trips me up every single time. Hey, it wouldn't let us put whatever put it in there, so. Okay, so um, today we are going over... A few of the news that's been, you know, going on, going around. First is the Goldfinch. Mm. And um, um hey. mm. I, I'll just say that these reviews are really bad. Like, I, I like the reviews are so bad. Lay it on us. Mm. <laughs> some person, sorry, not some person. I have the article right here. Um, the New York Times said that you need a lot of drugs to get through this movie. Ooh. That's literally the ending. So, Ooh. for one thing, I really hate reviews because the people who write it use all this really um, difficult language. And I'm like, can you just tell us how you feel about it? Like, why are you using all of these big words? I'm sorry, I really hate that. But Gotta make that word count. <laughs> maybe that's it, because I'm like, y'all are annoying. But yeah, everyone has been saying, I don't know, they were saying that it doesn't live up to the books or that that shouldn't have been the book that they turned into a movie. Like the writer of the book has other books that she's written that could have been better on film and that it just looks nice, but it's confusing. I don't know. There's been a lot of stuff. But here's the thing. Looking at reviews for the book, like, like I'm reading here, it says critical reception of the book was polarized. Some early publications gave it raving reviews. And then other reviewers are like, it, it's like a children's book for adults. And they called it a straight up turkey, like a jive turkey. And it has too many cliches and doesn't really stick to any of them. That's Whoa. from the book. Wikipedia is calling the book jive turkey? Yeah. These are like Wendy Fair and like all these other people have said this. So I don't know. And that's from the book. So based on those reviews from the book mm. the movie was going to get polarizing reviews anyway but the issue really came to a head is i think it premiered at um toronto film fest yeah it got booed out the box from yeah there so imagine being a person who worked on that film and you're at your premiere and people just start booing it how bad would you feel i feel bad for the I main would, actor i would run away <laughs> i would run out of the theater that's so embarrassing let's face it the main guy he's Still trying to make his way, and he keeps getting put in mediocre films. I think he was. I think he could have been. No, nah, that's not true. And so um, Elgort. Yeah. Nah, he did. Well, I mean, he did a lot of stuff, but the fault in our stars and Baby Driver that really helped him. But then you have this movie and the movie that had um the dude from Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey, and that movie got panned as well. So these Kevin Spacey, you mean Baby Driver? The no. Billionaire Boys. Yeah, Billionaire Boys. Yeah, that got I've literally never heard of that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. Okay. It, it came out. It came out at the time of um, the Me Too thing with Kevin Spacey, mm. and it got panned because of that. So that kind of got swept under mm. rug. It's not his fault though. But and let's not forget Fantastic Four reboot. He wasn't in it. He yeah, was not it was. in that. 
he know wasn't who in was. it. Yeah, he was. You're yeah. confusing him with the dude from um. He was not in that movie. Oh uh, man, Miles Teller. <laughs> not the same guy. That's not two different guy. guys. Oh, you're right. I apologize, guys. <laughs> they look. They look the same. They look kind of the same. Okay. I don't. Okay. <laughs> Nothing alike. According to Jermaine, they look alike. Um. Yeah. Every review calls it lifeless and cold and sterile. Yes. They. None of these reviews are good. There's like a. It's like a twenty-seven on it. Twenty-six. Sorry, on Rotten Tomatoes. But that's one hundred and thirty-seven reviews. So I mean. It's got. It's not. Um, it's not um, indicative of everyone who's seen the movie. It's got a six out of ten on IMDb. Like, I was planning on seeing it from the moment I saw the trailer, mm-hmm. and I'm still gonna see it. Of course. <laughs> so you'll get my review of it like next week. Okay. And I think my review is different because I haven't read the book, so I'm going there with a clean slate. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, when I saw the trailer, I was like, oh. Um, Finn from Stranger Things is in this. Like, that's kind of the that's first what, thing that I noticed. <laughs> uh, but then I was like, this is definitely one of those, like, sadder movies that you would have... I would never pay to go see it. I would probably watch it if it came on Amazon or Netflix or something like that, but I'm not... It didn't get... It didn't um, pull my interest enough for me to want to pay to see that movie. You know what I'm saying? It just looks like whatever. The is cool- it going to be distributed online, though? I want it to come out on Amazon so I can see what that's, everyone's going off that's about. That's what I'm saying because I know it's um, Amazon Studios put up 40% yeah, of it. It did. So, eh, I don't know. Mm. So. I like this review. Someone says from the Washington Post, it's an air of unexamined privilege wafts through the goldfinch like so much Chanel number no. five, a mood that isn't helped by the fact that the characters have names like Kitsy, Platt, and Welty. Those are preppy nicknames. That's very waspy. Yeah. Those nicknames. I like that she compared it to Chanel number five. Because I get that reference. <laughs> Chanel number five? It's a perfume. Oh. And it's okay. it's like a very high end, like every like rich woman, rich older woman wears that perfume. Older. Yeah. So it's kind of, it's probably like pretentious a little bit, a little bit, you know. Okay. So yeah, they said. Overrated maybe. It says um, Amazon does have streaming rights and one third stake in the movie, so it might end up. It'll pop up there. It'll pop up for there. sure. I'm probably still gonna pay to watch it just because you can. Well, 84 percent of Google users liked it, <laughs> so hey, if I'm that a, means anything to anyone, I'm a Google user. Yay! But um, the pro- the only reason why I'll probably see it not in theaters, but when it comes on streaming, mm-hmm. is because Roger Deakins did the cinematography and he's like a legend. So yeah. I'll see just if it looks pretty. I'll watch it. Deakins the god. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So like, I think Warner Brothers is blaming the market because majority of the movies are either Marvel mm. or Tarantino movies, which is not really true. I know. Someone so, commented about that. They were like, why don't you guys make better movies? And I was just like, so. People are like not holding back when it comes to this. I haven't seen this also, much anger towards a film that wasn't like a superhero movie. You know what I'm saying? I also think though, um, what probably could have not won this favor was um, the time of year it came out because it's still summer. That summer block is no, kinda, it's not. This I, joint came out in September. I think it would probably did better later, like November, fall-ish kind of. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I, feel I like don't think This is so. the time of year when these type of movies come out. Yeah. Well, you know, you start from, what, the Venice and Tiff Film Festivals all the way until the Oscar and Golden Globe nominations come out in December. So I feel like it's, like, it's in the right spot. It's just... True. I guess people just didn't get it. Maybe that that's what I'm understanding from the comments I'm reading. Mm-hmm. People just don't seem to understand what it's... Like, they bring up a lot of themes, but they don't really do anything with it. I think that's what they're trying to say. It's what, a, a Dickinson 80-page book. Yeah. Really? It's that long? That's what they compared it to. Yikes. Yeah, yeah boring, confusing. That's, those are the words that I've heard sprinkled around. And also, it's also two hours and 30 yeah, minutes. No. Oh. That's long. Like watching a one hour and like fifty something minute movie to me feels long. Yeah, and I guess and I part, like movies, so it might also be um, 
I'm guessing the issue might be with that runtime. Mm. Also, that the movie's very dialogue heavy. Can't do that. Can't do that Can't for do that, that long. So, yeah. That know. was a mistake. <laughs> they should have done that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Also, guys, if you want to make some transitions into the, you know, these next topics, you can. And uh, we'll take the next one. Uh, <laughs> just wanted to throw that out there. Okay, on to the next. On to the next one. Um, Shane Gillis. Yes. Shane Gillis from SNL was fired for making some bigoted and, I guess, racist mem- remarks. Mm, typical frat boy, white guy behavior. Um. You know, when I saw this, I was like, all right, yeah, that seems like the normal response. Because, like, normally when you say things like that, you get fired. Now. Maybe not back then. But definitely now. And I'm fine with it. Like, like cancel culture in general? Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess I'm saying that I wasn't surprised when I saw him getting fired. I wasn't either. Because it's weird because... If you had said that to somebody in the workplace, you would have got fired. Mm. So I have no. It, so cancel culture and that kind of, it's a weird line. My issue with the whole cancel culture thing is a statute of limitations per se, mm. because he said this like years ago. I mean, it was still a dickish move. He said it years ago. Like I can understand if he went on Saturday Night Live, he season had already started, and he goes on a podcast or something, and he says all this crap. Mm. Then fire him, but. How long ago was like the footage that came out? How long ago was it? You don't know? Okay. Nah, I just know he did it on his podcast. It had to be recent because yeah. he mentioned the presidential candidate and they didn't start running and stuff until this year. So, like, it had to be this year. Like earlier in the year. Yeah. So okay. he knew what he was saying when he said it. So he doesn't get any sympathy from me on that case because, like, come on, you should have known better. But my issue with this is like, most of these stories are from comedians and it seems like they get kind of a pass to say whatever they want. Not anymore, not, not real recently, but I mean, I don't know. The last time I think something like this happened was like um, James Gunn when he said all that stuff, but that was years ago. So should have known better, but he said those things on Twitter and those things got like, research. so it seems like, I guess what my issue might be, if I have an issue with this at all, is that people like to go rummaging like through people's past, bring things up when they're already in like they're already hired for this job or that. Like they, they did that with Kevin Hart. They did that with a whole bunch of other people. Like, oh, you can't let this person be on TV because here's a tweet from 20, 2010. Like, you know what I mean? I don't know. Like, if you grow as a person, who I, you are now might not reflect. I think it's different with comedy. Like, and they say the rule of comedy is always punch up, don't punch down. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't go after oppressed, endangered people. Mm-hmm. Which I kind of think it's a habitual thing for, like, I don't want to bring race into it, but it kind of seems that way. It's usually the people who have the most problem with this tend to be white mm-hmm. comedians. Mm-hmm. They always make jokes about Asians, black, white, LGBTQ, whatever. And and I think Chappelle, Chappelle with Dave Chappelle he does the same thing, mm-hmm. but the Chappelle is he's been doing that stick for years, so it's weird he kind of gets a pass, but he kind of mm-hmm. doesn't. Whereas this guy, you just starting like you say he's been doing it for ten years, so but this um. year, but you weren't relevant until recently, like. You okay? You watch hot ones like we all watch yeah, hot ones. Mm-hmm. Like um, Jesus and Mero when they were on hot ones, they were like, "Yeah, we don't we, we purposely self censor." And these and Mero are already wild as hell anyway. Mm. So if these guys are willing to self censor and say we certain jokes we know not to make mm-hmm. based on interacting with people, then y'all can too. And it's not that hard, right? That's true. Like if your comedy is smart, you don't have to go to those. Or stoop so low, I guess, to make those kind of jokes. I mean, I don't know. I feel like a lot of the times, what you because what you do in your regular life kind of rolls over to what you do in your professional life, depending on the situation. So, like, what if you're saying those things just to your buddies at a bar or something like that, and then you start a podcast? Whatever you were thinking before is going to come out on your podcast. Like, it's not like 
it's gonna go away. You know what I'm saying? Like this is how you actually feel. This is this is how you actually think. Even if you're making a joke about it, most of jokes have truth in them. So I don't know. I feel like I don't know. I know who he was. So I don't feel like there was a loss for me for him getting fired. The season didn't even start yet, so I don't even care about him mm-hmm. for all. But I feel like it would have been irresponsible on SNL's part not to like. I mean, to keep him if they chose to keep him, because it would be reflective of, I guess, because he's a part of the organization, it would be reflective of their standards. And obviously, they have a Asian member now who's like the first member ever to be of Asian descent on SNL. Forty-five seasons. So it would be like it would be like taking a step backwards if they would have kept him. So I understand. Yeah, there was no way they were going to keep there him. There was no way. Because yeah. especially like 45 seasons as their first Asian cast mm-hmm. member. Yeah, you're not. You're not doing that. You're yeah. Not, you're mm-hmm. not staying there. So, um, you know. So, yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> All but, right. Yeah. New cable, though. New cable. New cable. Um, I got your back on the transition. Thanks. <laughs> I really appreciate, you know, you guys picking up some stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, there are so many shows that are being taken off of Netflix and like Parks and Rec. I'm so sad. Um, and all these new shows that are being invented for these streaming platforms. NBC's making a new one called Peacock. HBO has HBO Max. Disney Plus, Apple TV, QB. I didn't even know that was a thing. It's like a short, short form form platform. Okay. Sophie Turner is doing something for that. Christopher Waltz is doing something for that. I don't know. I just feel like ugh, there's just so many of them and I can't, <laughs> I can't do it. Why are they doing this? Why does every network need a streaming platform? Yeah, they say QB stands for Quick Bites. Yeah, boo. And it's targeting millennials. So, hey, whatever. I mean, this was always going to happen. I guess so. I mean, like- yeah. It's the current trend right now. Mm. If you can make television mobile, then people are going to buy it and people are going to keep watching it. But there's so many of them. I can't do. I mean, people are going to watch whatever. Like, I'm just going to stick to Hulu, Netflix, and probably um, Disney Plus and, you know, put on a pirate hat to everything else. My thing is, is like... (laughs) So for people who aren't going to do that, right? Hey. My thing is, like, what if there is a really good show that comes out, but it's not on the platform that you have? Now you have to be like, oh, hey, so-and-so, can I get your password for blah, blah, blah? Or so-and-so might not even have the password because they don't have that streaming platform. Like, you have to jump through all these hoops just to watch a good so, show. And it what? seems you super annoying. You get on your ship, right? Yeah. And start sailing. Go to the open seas and, you know. Sailing the streams of the internet. So for people who don't want to do that, <laughs> guess they don't have any alternative. That's what you're saying. Exactly. Well, no. If you're if that was your goal to kind of watch it on a platform, each of these all have. I think the price for Apple TV is like five dollars. Yeah, but look, if it it adds up because you have Disney no, and what I'm, that's what I'm five, saying is with Apple, with those with those price points, like let's say Netflix Basic is like nine dollars. You still got right. Netflix. You still got yeah. what Amazon? Because so everyone's going to use it, regardless if they watch Prime. If you get a, you get you you and your circle of friends like, okay, you pay this one, this one, this one, and we share a password. Oh, so that's what you're saying. Yeah. You're saying get a group of you guys, do like a phone plan, yeah. do the family plan with the streaming services. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like that alternative so, actually. And I kind of think they already know that we're going to do that because they're targeting us as millennials, and we work together like that. Yeah. Like most households already do that. Like that's true. One person kind of pays for Hulu, somebody else pays for something else. It's a, they don't want it to happen, but it's it's gonna it's happen. gonna happen. Like so, yeah. Because my idea was like just have all these joints on one platform, and then you just pay for that package, and then watch whatever you want. So cable, right? But you, <laughs> <don't pay. laughs> but you don't have to get it installed. You know what I'm saying? Like if the weather goes crazy and your cable blows out or something like that, like you don't have to worry about those problems. Yeah. Um, but I mean. Yeah, I'm, I guess I'm fine with it. <laughs> yeah, I was irritated about it until you just said that. So there are ways. There are ways. There are ways. There are ways. I mean, it's the same issue with cable. Everybody's like, you pay for what you wanted. You'd have your basic package, blah 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 blah. But if you want to watch this, you got to pay a little extra. It's to like 
it's the same thing. And and my thing is with this whole streaming platform thing, it makes I think it makes pirating easier mm-hmm. per se. Because all you need, like you can go the opposite route. Say like you're sharing with your friends. If it's a organ it's a group who pirates movies, they can do that. Okay, this streaming platform, you take care of this and just pirate the content off it. It makes it easier. Like it's the same way they're trying to evolve the same way um the music industry did, did with like Napster and Limewire and all that stuff. Okay. But and they're trying like people do stream music now instead of downloading stuff because it's easier. But I don't think with TV and um film it doesn't work the same way. Hmm. So Okay. Yeah. Um my friend posted this thing on Instagram talking about um C, which is Jason Momoa's thing on Apple TV. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, I can't wait for this. And I was like, and then I heard the reviews and I was like, mm, how bad are the reviews? Guess I can't wait. I can wait. Well, what I heard was it was garbage because the premise is stupid. The premise kind of seems like a bird box, quiet place type situation where like you're in this post-apocalyptic type of thing, but there's that one chosen person, you know what I'm saying? Like. Which is most movies and most TV shows, to be honest. Oh. In the morning show, that's... So it says, C takes place in a future where the human race... Where the human race has lost a sense of sight. And society has to find new ways to interact, build, survive, and hunt. All all of that is challenged when a set of twins are born with sight. Yeah, see, does it seem like something that... (laughs) Hmm... <laughs> I don't know. I'm not really feeling it from that description. Yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, kind of a bird box vibe. And I hate to say it, but I don't really see Jason Momoa as like a great actor. I think he's good when he's doing his thing. You know, his Ooh. thing is being like. Do we have the new Arnold strong and charismatic? And you Arnold know, what I'm Schwarzenegger. Saying? My bad. Kind of, sort of. Yeah, Jason Momoa is one of those guys who needs to be in that whole typecasting box. Yeah, like he flourishes where he's at. Where he's at. Yeah, you're, I think you're that's the, <laughs> that the cool chill bro. Like mm. that's your box, Aquaman. Yeah, you know, that's where you're good. You know, and I'm pretty sure this is probably will be somewhat of the same thing. Yeah, I watched an episode from his show Frontier. Have you seen that? I've seen some of that. Yeah. And I think that had that required him to be a lot more dramatic, and I was just like, mm. "That's not naturally him." Yeah, it felt weird. Yeah. So I don't know if this is will be the same thing. I'm not really sure, but will I get Apple TV? I don't know. There, there's no shows that are really speaking to me that seem like they'll be on there. So I, <laughs> I'm laughing because he's he brought up um Schwarzenegger and his first film role was Conan the Barbarian. Yeah, and that's what Jason Momoa plays. Exactly. Basically the same, same. Just the same kind of yeah. situation. <laughs> okay, so um, I think Dale will be excited. Battle Star Galactica. I'm, I'm not really. It's getting rebooted by I'm, Sam Esmail. I'm not. Here's excited. why I'm excited. I'm excited because Sam Esmail does Mr. Robot, and he did Homecoming, and they were both amazing. So I'm here for this. Like, if it's if he's if his hands his little, little fingerprints are behind this, I'm definitely watching it. Battlestar Galactica seems like a, mm. what, Star Trek-y type of situation? It's, and it's funny that you said that. Like, mm-hmm. I think every streaming platform has their sci-fi thing. Mm-hmm. Disney got Star Wars. CBS got Star Trek. Now, was this QB or Peacock? As Peacock, yeah, I think. But the thing was with Battlestar, it's like a second time it's been mm-hmm. redone. Like, the original one was like 1978. Then it got a spinoff in 80. Then it got a reboot in 04. Mm-hmm. That reboot had a prequel called Caprica, so... Oh. Yeah. It's not... Yeah. So you're not happy about this? I wasn't a Battlestar Galactica fan. Okay. The only thing I knew about Battlestar Galactica is because it's on basic TV, they couldn't say the F word, so they say frack the whole time. Oh, that's the show. That's the show. They would say frack to avoid the censorship. (laughs) That's the only thing I know about it. Okay, so for I thought you knew everything about this. No, you were like, I'm actually, it's been repeated already. And um, me, 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 me. So, I mean, okay, it got, well, I guess you only know thing, only thing I know about it is it got Edward, it had Edward James almost in it. You know what Edward James almost is? 
I know. Oh my gosh. Edward James. What? <laughs> Who? Edward. What's that? What's that movie where he's like, I'm trying to teach these kids. Edward James. You know what movie I'm talking about? Oh, come on, come on, come on. Teacher movie? Is that what that's called? I've never Have seen this person. Wait, hold on. I'm trying to teach these kids. I'm trying to teach these kids. Stand and deliver. Yes. Yes, and he's like, I'm trying to wish these kids. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like that, that. Yeah. But. Okay. Well, I don't know him. Oh wow. Never have heard of him before in my life. What? Actually. Okay. I haven't seen that movie. Either. I haven't seen the movie either. It was so. one of those movies that they played in classrooms when it's Tubbsy was there to kill time. But yeah, not in my school. You're lucky. Oh my gosh, you didn't have that. Wait, you're not. You're not being serious. They the substitute just never gave us that screw. You it. never. Sh- you're t- like class never like showed a movie if your teacher wasn't there. Very rarely, like super rare. Like usually what would happen if the teacher wasn't there, the substitute would have tons and tons of like worksheets for us to do. And Mm -hmm. then we'd have to read like chapters out of textbooks. Wow, you're so sad. I'm so sorry. Yeah. That's like the the stick of the substitute teacher is to (laughs) play a movie because... They don't know what's going on. They don't know the lesson plan. They're just showing up, you know. Oh, man. Those were the good days. Well, we had enough work for them to just sit there and stare at us and be like, be quiet. Stop doing that. Tell me you've at least seen Miami Vice. No. Yeah. I seen the movie. I ain't seen the TV show. He was a lieutenant in Miami Vice. In the movie? In the show. Oh, okay. I didn't see the show. Saw the movie. The movie was good. (laughs) Or maybe it's not. I'm not sure. I haven't seen it in a while. Anyway, anyway. Saved by the Bell is also getting rebooted. And I used to watch Saved by the Bell early in the mornings, like, you know, when it came on repeats. I forgot which channel came on, though. The morning song. TBS. Yeah, it was like that. It was a Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Like, the. Yeah, yeah, it was those. I remember that. I would would wake up. I would wake up to those shows. You'd wake up to Saved by the Bell. Because I would leave the TV on, so. Oh. I'd wake up to those shows. You're one of them kids who waste your parents' electricity. I still, I still. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Okay. Are I you still, in there? Turn off the light. <laughs> I still watch TV to go to bed too. But um. Why the door open? Are you trying to air condition the neighborhood? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I definitely got those. Um, I liked Say by the Bell. <laughs> However, it being rebooted, I just don't. I think people really need to get over this. Oh, I miss this show so much. This was my childhood. Let me see it again. Like, well, just, just let it. It was one of those nostalgia things. And just let it be. You know, watch it every once. Push it further was Jimmy How Jimmy Fallon's foolishness trying to get the whole cast together to do his little special thing for a show. But Jimmy he didn't Fallon get, is a foolish person. But he didn't get Lisa Turtle. And he didn't get Screech, so he didn't get the full cast. But hey, life goes on. But apparently the premise of the show is Mario Lopez and Elizabeth Berkley, Jesse and AC, they're um, in it. And the show's premise is revolving around the actions of Zach, who is now the governor of California. Yeah. No. But the issue is he's <laughs> not in the show, or he wasn't asked anyway. But I guess because he's he's got like two shows on ABC, mm-hmm. it's kind of hard for him to go to ABC to um, NBC. So I don't know. Yeah, no, don't do it, guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's already happening, but so it's too late. It's too late, too but late. no. I'm really over these reboots, man. Guest starring New Kids on the Block. Oh, speaking of reboots, they were talking about rebooting my movie. Like, there's a list of actors who want to do it. Princess and the Bride. Oh, yeah, I heard about yeah, that today. Yeah, baby. And everyone loves that movie. I know. So, so that's weird. like that's one of those things. Like, it wasn't a bad movie. It was a good movie. There's no <laughs> reason for it to be remade. But, hey, whatever. People just want more, you know. I doubt, Robin, I doubt Robin Wright is coming back to do that. I highly doubt it. But you might. <laughs> that cheddar. They're going to cast The Rock as um, Andre Giant's role. And no. Whatever. He's yeah. not big enough. It's not the size. It's the, char- the charisma. 
<laughs> that was that was that's yep, it. That's the point. So, so. I love him. He's great. That actor is fantastic. Who? Um, I think his name is Andre. Andre the Giant. The small man. The small man. Um, the one who goes unconceivable. Yeah. No, what's his name? I forgot his name. I know you're talking about, but yeah. He always plays those kind of roles. I love him. In he's every great. Movie. He's in all my favorite things. He's in Gospel Girl and he's in Mr. Robot. Like, he's fantastic. Wesley. He's in a movie called My Dinner with Andre. I think it's. <laughs> that movie. We should do a review of that movie. We should do a live watch for that movie. Yeah. You know what I was just thinking? I was thinking this a couple days ago. I was like, why don't we like just live react? Because remember we were watching it? Yeah, I was like, we should be live reacting to this, yeah. not just watching it, because we were like making jokes no, while we were gonna, watching. We're gonna let Jermaine pick the live watch movie, Rush Hour. <sighs> it can't be Rush Hour. Rush I'm hour. sorry, <laughs> it can't won't Rush be Rush Hour that. too. No, or the third one. No, no. or Shanghai Nights or High Noon. <laughs> no, it can't you're be. the one who made him pick this film. It can't be. It can't be. <laughs> well, then let us know if you want Jermaine to pick the to movie. That, that's, that's not fair. Or 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 actually. To, um, send in which movies we should live react to. That's fun. I've got the perfect movie. What is the movie? Okay, what is it? The one with uh, John Travolta in it that just failed. Oh, oh Gotti? No, no, not Gotti. Gotti was actually good though. Oh, that's I know what I heard. It, it <laughs> I was, heard it was it terrible. Was like fanboy or something. something I like heard it fan. was horrible. When I say good, what do was, you mean by good? Not good for John Travolta. Bad for everybody else. Okay. Because recently, John Travolta's acting career has been trash outside of Hairspray. He was great in Hairspray, so, but that was the last thing. You're right. Um, what's the name of the movie? John. Let's see the movie. Oh, that movie. Dang. Oh, the, Fred, the one he did with Fred Gersh? Yes. Oh, okay. What's it called? Um, Fanatic. There we go. Fanatic. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna watch some bad films. Oh, we're gonna watch bad films. Oh, I'm here no. for it. Um, I might need to drink for this one. Was he in Face Off? He was in Face Off. So he they're making another one of that. Making too. a Face Off remake? That oh, it's a rumor. It's a rumor that they're making another Face Off. But the premise of Face Off is so ridiculous that I can't believe that they would make another one of. But that. it works. Are you sure? But it works. maybe in that time. It, yeah. But it works now. So, uh, <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's be serious. So, like, yeah, it doesn't work now. No, but that'd be hilarious. Well, we don't have the type of atmosphere for that type of movie. Um, Face Off. Yes. What do you mean we don't have the atmosphere for it? Because it's one of those '90s movies where you don't have to think very much. And it's oh super yeah, well ridiculous. that's what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. But, it's ridiculous. Like that. <laughs> that would never. Like that doesn't even make any sense scientifically or otherwise like it's just a joke oh they were so serious about it too they are yeah they are going forward with it they have oh no <laughs> they have a writer set to write they have neil moritz having neil moritz he was one of the producers on the fast and furious franchise so yeah okay so ridiculous yeah, yeah. okay yeah. they got the perfect person for that yeah they're ready to go anywho um we're moving on to some questions First question is, uh, what song best describes your life? Oh, just look at me. Because you were the one who was you ready. You were jamming and You were ready the time. before like, this started. You I were wasn't ready. ready. That's why I was jamming all them songs. Okay. And from what I learned from that is that I don't have just one song. I have many songs that span over many decades of years. So if you want to know me, listen to my Spotify playlist <laughs> if you can share it. How do we find you on Spotify? Find Spotify? I don't know. I don't even know my Spotify name. Oh my gosh. What? Well, how do you know <laughs> then why would you even suggest it? You know something. Anyway. What song? Mm. I don't understand you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I have a song that describes my life. Like in a totality or now? Are you, uh, okay. you asking me? Guess, I didn't write I the guess, question down. I guess. You see the question in front of you. you. I guess. I guess. Okay, so no. I guess it would be an album or a series of albums for me. Uh huh. 
Um, basically, Charles Gambino from camp to um because of the internet. That yeah, play that you'll get me or how I think. So yeah. Okay. I um I don't have a song, but I have an artist. Okay. So Paramore, everything up to like what was that last album they did? Not the last, not the most recent one, but everything up to probably um, the one with the butterfly on it. <laughs> wow. Oh, how can I not remember this album? Shame. But definitely Paramore. Paramore was like my quintessential like adolescence as I was go- like growing up, coming into myself. They were like the soundtrack to my life. So everything that ever. Every album that they made, I was like, yes, like so, this speaks to me on a spiritual level. <laughs> you don't like brand new eyes. Brand new eyes, yes. So everything, no, encompassing brand new eyes too. Okay. So everything besides probably their self-titled one. The most, oh, before. And uh, then, after no. After Laughter. The one before After Laughter. Mm-hmm. I like this, I like some of the songs, but like whole albums, like Brand New Eyes, Riot. That album came out when? That came out. All came we know out. is Falling Dog, like. Oh my God. If that does not speak to you, <laughs> you're a robot. Like, you're not a person. That joint is so deep. Anyway, it's Paramore. Very cool. Jermaine, you, you figured it out yet? Or? I have blood made out of oil. Anyway. Um, Did you even say words? No. Yeah. <laughs> Did you just make like, sounds with your mouth? Look, <laughs> like, well, Cardi B does it. A demonic seance. So. You know, that's true. Cardi B does do that. Does this make noises? Oh, Kurt. No, there was an interview where she was talking. It was a hustler's, it was a hustler's interview. And she was just like, she was explaining something. Mm-hmm. And then she stopped talking and just made sounds. And everybody was like, <laughs> what like okay what's wrong you can't speak like <laughs> <laughs> oh man yo i don't know i don't know about that chick man i think something something's loose up there anyway well, hey. since we're talking about loose things um did anybody see jennifer lopez's picture of her body in hustlers was it on her instagram or something i saw it in like on the internet or something like that. A picture of her body? I don't willingly go look for pictures from Hustler Magazine. Me neither. Not a 15-year-old It's not a Hustler boy. Magazine. It's not it's a magazine. It's a movie. movie. Oh, you said... Hu- I'll say, Nikkei. All right. I don't know nothing about that <laughs> <What>? movie. <laughs> I don't know nothing about that movie. Everyone's hyping it up. I'm just saying. So now I, I need to know if it's actually good or if it's just a joke. I had a lot more respect after seeing it. It may have been entertainment tonight. But she may have a, I mean. My shoe is that Jennifer Lopez can't act. So I'm trying to figure out, like, how is she, how are people saying that this is an Oscar-worthy performance? That's what I'm wondering. Like, where did that's that what I'm saying, like, Someone guess, explain it to me, because I, I don't guess get it. I don't want to be, like. Because she's, like, nearly 70 years old and has hold a. Hold on, uh, hold on. No, 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 no. She just turned, like, 50. That's disrespectful. She's not at all near 70. My thing you're crazy like i can't believe you said that and then tried to get away with it like you didn't just say that she was almost 70 right i would have if you didn't call me out how i don't understand i don't understand how it's an oscar bait movie for her the weird thing is it has the same rating on imdb as the goldfinch that's not (laughs) isn't that interesting i don't get how that works how does that work but i think i don't believe none of this hype man i don't believe any of it. it and one doesn't if it dares to get an Oscar nomination, go. I'm gonna have to write the Oscars myself and be like, "Hey, bro, what's good?" I don't, I don't want to bring sex into it, but mm-hmm. I guess it's because it's one of those female empowerment movies. From a point of view, you usually don't see from strippers who are usually considered less. I need than. to see. I need to see the movie because so, yeah. I'm not convinced. Yeah, and I've watched J Lo movies all of my life. Exactly. So I know, where, like, where I'm not like, uh, from, right? I, I'm not like saying this with no ex- like with no experience. I, I've seen her movies. Yeah, and I can tell you, she's not a good actress. So I'm wondering, like, how is this coming together? Let's not act like J Lo can act. Let's not act like it. So, anyway, anyway, <laughs> that wasn't the question. The question was, what song best describes your life? But would you rather are. work more hours per day, but fewer days of? Fewer days or fewer hours per day, but more days. Easy. 
More hours per day, fewer days a week. Um, more days, fewer hours. Yeah, more days, fewer hours. Yeah. I'm sorry, I can't sit around not doing anything. Yeah. I need to be doing something. Something has to be going on. Something has to be going on. Well, that's why it's work. Just saying, you work. Right, so give me more days. I don't have to work all of the hours. Wait, but as so long you as want I'm more days? Few hours? Or yeah. few hours, more days? Mo- okay, wait. More hours per day, fewer days. Work fewer hours per day, but more days, right? Yeah. Yeah, the second one. Okay, so you're the same as me. Fewer yeah. hours, but more hours per day. All right. Fewer hours per day, but more hours. But yeah. Fewer hours, hours per hours. day, but more, more days. More yeah. days, yeah. Yeah. I'm actually, I'm okay with that. If I don't have to come to work and stay at work all day, but I'll work every day, I'm fine. Yeah. Because I know that at least I did something productive. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I wasn't just, like, laying in my bed. Yeah. You would do more hours, fewer days, Jermaine? I would. So you would try and cram up a week's worth of work in, like, three days and then chill the rest of the time? I wouldn't be chilling. I'd be doing other stuff. More stuff that's going to be more centered around what I want to do rather than working on somebody else's stuff. Let's say that you had a job where you were doing stuff that you wanted to do. Mm-hmm. You would, would you still ra- pick that? Yeah. Would you rather be there fewer times, but more hours there a day, but fewer days a week? Or would Yeah, you- because I'd still, even if I'm doing what I want to do, I'd still be able to do, say, if I have more days to myself, I can go out and travel or take a day trip somewhere or something like that and come back. Okay. Go back to work. I guess. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Would you <laughs> would you rather be filthy rich and live four hundred years a, years ago or be middle class today? Well, four hundred years ago I was a slave. So yeah. or I would no. be a slave. Yeah. So, so. Dang. No, you'd be rich. No, I'd be a slave. Being, I would be a slave. A, being a slave isn't an option in this question. You'd be rich 400 years ago. It's an option for us. If you ask this, if you ask this question to someone else. years ago, the first slave ship drive, arrived in Virginia. Okay, so I would be, I would a, be slave. a slave. Right. <laughs> so being rich would not even be an option. Like, I would be a slave. But what if you could just be rich and not be a slave 400 let's, years ago? Because okay, that's what it's saying. Let's say I was a free black person. Mm-hmm. 400 years ago, and I was filthy rich. Guess what? It wouldn't change much because the society is still set up to the to a point where you're not really succeeding. Like, you may have money, which is all cool, but you're not getting power. You're not getting influence. You're just a rich black person. So In Africa. Wouldn't change much, to be honest with you. Were we only in just Africa 400 years ago? Yeah. (laughs) I don't have any other options. (laughs) Like, like I don't. Like, (laughs) like the only pink part of me is my palms and the bottom of my feet. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Where else would I be, Jermaine? (laughs) This was a dumb question. Where else would I be? Let's throw it out. So I guess I would be middle class today. I mean, there there's an argument that there is no more middle class. Well, hmm. so there is a middle class still. Is, well, it's that's shrinking. not true. <laughs> well, here's the thing: four hundred years ago, if I was filthy rich, I'd be in Africa, filthy rich. I wouldn't be one of those people sold into slavery. And in my head, I'm reasoning it. This is me going way out of left field, like past the blunt, took too many hits, left field. Mm-hmm. Four hundred <clears> years ago. Me being filthy rich, I probably would have been the one selling people. Yeah, that's <laughs> so, so you were either a slave or you were in the slavery business. So, so you're not that much better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I hate this question. Yeah. <laughs> I wish we had another question yeah. to ask. Okay. If what? you had to pick one, okay. Jesus, your mom. <laughs> <laughs> or nine. Dale found this question on Twitter. Dollars. Mm. But you said you had to pick one or get rid of pick one. one. Jesus, your no, mom, you or nine hundred billion dollars. You gotta get rid of one. You gotta get rid. You of have to one. get rid of one so you can keep two. Yeah, either your G- Jesus, your mom, or nine 
hundred billion dollars. I would get rid of the nine hundred billion dollars. I said this last time. I gotta talk to my mom about this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Mama, we gonna be good though. <laughs> I love you. I would I'll not get memorial. rid of my mom. Like, I've been building memorial to your honor. I have talked to her about this, sir. Like, it depends on what she says. This is where I'd go. Nine hundred billion dollars. I think that what <laughs> what we said is what we would do with the nine hundred billion dollars. You never said it if we would. Yeah, who would pick? No, Jermaine said who, who would I pick. Knew, I said I'm. I'm not getting rid of my my God or my mom. <laughs> yeah, Jermaine didn't answer the Jermaine question. Jermaine didn't though. answer the question. <laughs> answer the question, Jermaine. I can't answer this live. <laughs> I can't say what I said live. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> so we know that answer is I'm not giving up I'm not giving up Jesus point blank period so it's either the money I'm a mother and I have to have a you have to have a good heart to heart I feel like with Jesus though my life would be better so even if I didn't have all the money I would still be happy rather than like having all the money and not having any happiness but you could have Jesus and the money no okay. I didn't do it mom no I can't do my right. mom like that that's so dirty like, that's why I have to sit and talk to my mom, like, and say what to her, like, what is like, that conversation going to be like? You know, well, mom, I love you, but guess what? I'm choosing the money over you. If, if we have that's how much money, I value our relationship. Like, I value our relationship. I can build nine hundred billion dollars. Nine hundred billion honors. You're going to be rich in like a good seventy countries. Come on now. Okay, but you're still getting rid of your mother, like. You know what I mean. I love you, mom. <laughs> I'll do. We'll talk later is if you want. Is she watching? Is she listening? I don't know. I hope not. But I love you, mom. Yes, mom, please listen to that. I love you. Um, yeah, I don't know. So weekend recommendations. Goldfinch, I'm watching it. <laughs> I don't care. So go I'm watch it. I'm watching the Goldfinch. Whoa, okay. Um, okay, so I saw this mini series on Netflix called Unbelievable with uh, Tony Collette and Caitlin Denver. She was in Booksmart. But it was really good. It was about a girl who got raped and then she denied the rape. But then these other two officers go searching for the truth of, because they like encounter other rape victims. And it's really timely. It's really well um, written as well. And I really liked it. I, I mean, I went through eight episodes in one day, and I really don't binge like that unless I know the show already. So the fact that I binged it was, that told me that was a good show. I also watched Eighth Grade, which is a movie by Bo Burnham. That movie was good. If you haven't seen it, it's on Amazon. It's amazing. Like, <laughs> I was brought back to my eighth grade self. Like, that was, it was too real. Like, it, it touched way too many nerves in my body. I was like, please. <laughs> And I also watched Julie and Julia, which was really good, too. That's your first time watching it this mm-hmm. weekend? Okay. Um, don't watch the movie if you have not eaten food. That is my... Oh, yeah, you're going to you're gonna be hungry as hell watching that movie. But it was really good. My, re- my weekend recommendation is Law & Order SVU. If you're not already no, watching it, what is that face? I'm like wondering why he picked Law and Order SVU. Like, I picked it because I usually don't like crime shows and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. I was watching it, and I'm like, "Ooh, this is good. I can see why it's on TV. I can see what the hype's about. I can see why it's on TV." Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's my scale. I don't understand the hype. I don't know why it's on TV. Oh, and Snowfall. My current though obsession though he just interrupt you like i'm sorry because he was talking about svu i was going to talk about my current obsession as related to that was the whole takashi x9 thing <laughs> that's my weekly recommendation takashi yeah he's snitching on everybody <laughs> yeah he's dead on everybody i don't know what this is takashi x9 he's snitching takashi you know takashi rapper with the rainbow hair oh him 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 he's snitching on everybody what is he saying he he heard the whole gang. Everybody who did this over there, shooting people out of a stolen car, we don't get caught. Talking about them taking money from him so they can live off of. Like 
he giving names. He gave the whole hierarchy and structure of the organization. Yeah, he's probably gonna die soon. He's gonna die. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, pro- that's what happened. With this protection is not gonna help him because you got rainbow hair and sixty nine tattoo on your face. Like <laughs> this is no way. I'm so unless you're cutting well, that up and cutting your he's hair. He's just gonna like. have sixty nine on his face. He's gonna shave his head. Sixty nine is still there. right. It's like it's very interesting. Yeah, but that's my weekend recommendation. All right, cool. So, given <laughs> our uh, remember that you can hit us up on Twitter and on Instagram. Um, give us some of your suggestions, what you're watching, what you're into, what you want us to review. We're gonna live watch. We're gonna live react to a movie. Yep. The better, the better. So send that into us as well. Um and yeah, this is Cindy. Oh, hold on. Actually, shout out to Japan. I see you. <gasps> Japan! Oh, Japan. What's up? I don't know. Konnichiwa. This is great. Konnichiwa. Konnichiwa. Welcome to the pod. Like, Thanks for being a part of our crew. Yeah. We're really excited for all the international um, listeners out there. We're super grateful. Do we need to translate the pod in like other languages now? Like, no, we can speak Oh, they can, oh, okay. Okay, and on that note, we're gonna end the pod, we're end the pod right <laughs> and now. Brazil. And Brazil, what's up, Brazil? Brazil. Go Brazil! Go Brazil. Um, I took Portuguese in high school. I don't remember any of it. Shout out to but hey, Ola. You know, Ayar Ponsana, favorite F1 driver. What's up? Who Not else? Is there more? Is there more? Um, Ireland, of course, Germany, Sweden, New Zealand, Netherlands, Japan, and Brazil. You guys and are of awesome. The US, but we love you guys. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. And I just got fired from the podcast for doing the virtual assessment. Yeah. Well, if we were going to fire you, we probably would have fired you a long time ago. Yeah. We'll take a little sabbatical. Yeah. You can take a little I, sabbatical. I'm going to keep showing up anyway, so. Okay. Right. Well, <laughs> I'm Can't. Cindy. This is Jermaine, who we're ignoring. And yeah. One more thing. He even gives a nickname. AKA Pony Boy. Anyway, um, how did... I'm not gonna ask any questions. Not. Mm-hmm. What's your question, Dale? I'm not gonna ask any questions. Are you sure about that? I'm, I'm perfectly sure. Okay, this is Pony Boy signing out then. I'm gonna edit that out. All right. <laughs> okay, bye, everyone. Au revoir. Bye. <laughs>